What up? Another episode of Front of Mind of Bo. <laughs> you already know. Anyway. People, holiday weekend. Another great holiday weekend in the city of the A where the players play and ride on them things like every day. This is your boy Bo rocking my also oh stylish varsity hat. I love the varsity. Let me just say that. Can I, can I just say that? Um, some people will argue with me on that. The varsity chili dog is the best chili dog I've ever had in my life. I have tried to mimic that thing. It's no mimicking it. And it's as simple as whatever you can think of is simple. It ain't nothing extravagant about it. It's a damn good chili dog. And I know people are like, you like the varsity? Yeah, I do. Like, I grew up on the varsity. You got to realize, like, my dad was a, a car hop there before I was born. My mom told me that. Um, so, literally, I've been eating the varsity since I was born, probably. So, hell, when I was in the hospital years ago, my mom would always ask me, because she would come see me usually every day. I was in there for a couple weeks at a blood clot. So, every day she would call, she's like, hey, you want me to bring you something? I was like, <laughs> well, since you ask, and it's literally on the next block, could you bring me some varsity? I ate that junk like almost every day in the hospital. And to this day, I still love the varsity. Like, I, I went to the varsity this week. Not this week. In the last two weeks, I think I went to the varsity two to three times. Which is the most I've done recently. That's how much I've been craving it because all this COVID stuff. You just kind of want stuff that you ain't had in a while. But, um, whatever. I love the varsity. That's why I'm rocking my the varsity hat. If you ain't ever had a varsity chili dog or them fries, or better yet, a frosted orange, go get you one. If you visit in Atlanta, if you watching this and you visit Atlanta, you never been to the varsity, you just want some some good quality fast food. I call it good quality. Some people disagree with me again, but it's my opinion. Anyway, people, you taking care of yourselves out there? You getting you got your health in order? Get your health in order. And I ain't talking about just COVID stuff. I'm just talking about get your health in order. Like, you know, make your doctor's appointments. I know people don't want to go. A lot of doctor's offices doing the virtual thing. That's fine. Do something, you know. Just if you feel sick or something don't feel right, go go see your healthcare provider. You know, no sense in just being in despair and stuff about it. You know, go get that taken care of. Um, A lot of people, a lot of black people families, they got, you know, self-ordained uh, pharmacists. Um, Yeah. So kind of self-explanatory. Um, yeah, we got that family member. No matter what's wrong with you, they got they they know the ailment, they can identify all the symptoms, and then they got medicine on hand for you to probably make yourself feel better. Well, that person in my family is my sister. Love my sister to death. First off, let me get this straight. My sister's been on my show before. We did probably the most serious and emotional podcast I've ever done because of, you know something that happened to the family, but my sister's my ride or die, and I'm hers too. Love her to death. But my sister is a self-proclaimed CVS pharmacist. So, you, don't don't be around my sister and mention something don't feel right, or you don't feel good. Don't do that unless you want um, WebMD advice. You can be around my sister telling some, I got this this pain in my my lower back. My sister started talking about some, oh, you, I had that too. Does it feel like this? You know what? You should take this. I actually got some Tremadol back there. Oh, I got some Percocet. I'm like, 
literally, my sister has has medication on hand, like like how pharmacists, how you go to get your prescription. My sister got a Ziploc bag like that. I am not lying. On everything I love, my sister has a Ziploc bag of medication that she has been prescribed and didn't finish, or you know she might have you know, asked for the refill. She was kind of already done with it, but she wanted some extra just in case later. My sister has medicine for, for, for your health. And would be straight up like offering you some uh, medicine to heal yourself. She thinks she worked for CVS and, and Walgreens part-time. I'm like, did you go to medical school? Did you go to pharmacy school? Oh, okay. But she, she got some in that bag for you. She got some in that. If you got an ingrown toenail, she got some drops in there or cream or lotion. She, she, anything you got wrong with you, like a minor ailment, she got some in that Ziploc bag. And I'm talking about it one of them big, the big gallon ones, not the little quart ones that you travel with on the plane. No, no. She got one of them big gallon ones. And if she ain't got it in there, she got one of them clear drawer pull up and things that she got some medicine in there too. I'm like, I'm like, man, um, what is that medicine? Oh, it only expired a couple years ago. I'm I'm dumb dead I'm dead for real. If anybody on my sister, y'all know I ain't lying. Love her to death, but that junk is funny to me. Mel, I love you. Stop doing that. <sighs> y'all y'all anybody that laughing, y'all probably got that same person in y'all family. It's either like your mama, your auntie, maybe your sister, a cousin. Somebody in your family has that title of designated healthcare professional, even though they do nothing in the healthcare field. See, that's the crazy part about it. The person usually don't have nothing to do with healthcare in their normal everyday life job, but they know everything about healthcare. That's the weird part. The people who be like nurse practitioners or uh, anesthesiologists or you know PCPs, that ain't who you go to. You go to the cousin who got a stash of medicine that they use to say, "Hey, you got something for a toothache?" They come pull it out. Well, I got some Dramamine. Dramamine put you asleep. I'm just saying. That joke is funny to me. Um, you know, I had an interesting conversation with somebody the other day. And it was it was a conversation about how to give gifts. You know, gift giving. You know, what do you give people based on your status with them? Like, friends, friends. Like, what's a friend gift? Like, a birthday gift. Or, um, anniversary gift. Or, you know, Christmas gift. And, and my, and my... My go-to has always been gift cards. Gift cards. I think I might have talked about this in another episode, but in case I didn't, let me cover this now. If you are ever in dilemma with what to get me, people, a gift card is the easiest solution. And I'm saying it's easy because you ain't got to be thinking through, can they use this? Do they like this? Is this something that, you know, this is this something they already have? Look, I don't have time for that. Because, see, I'm a very thought-forward-thinking gift giver. If I'm trying, if it, if it needs to be something personal, like, okay, this person celebrating a retirement, I don't give you no gift card for no retirement. I would give you something that is thought through because that's a, that's a milestone thing. But if you talk about something that happens every year, like a birthday or Christmas gift, and it's in a gift exchange, I will either get you one of them things at the damn um, drugstore on the little Christmas gift aisle, where they got all kind of like a, a beer bottle that turns into a hat or um, a, a 
one of them little fountains that run water or one of them little basketball desk thing. I'm going to get you something like that because I, I don't, I don't like the pressure of gift giving and I'm probably going to like stress myself out about some and you like, Oh, you have to stress about it. Thanks for telling me now, but I don't just like getting people crap. I'm a very thoughtful gift giver. So I am going to be very, very deliberate in my gift giving. Now, if I just can't come up with nothing and I'm tired and I'm frustrated, you're getting a gift card. I'm just putting it on front right now. You're getting a gift card. Don't get mad at me. Don't say I didn't, I was lazy. I ain't thinking through. Yes, I did think it through because that more than likely was not the first gift idea. I probably was trying to get you something, but then after I think through, okay, what kind of stuff do they like? Would they use this? Is this their style? That is where I'm be like, you know what? This this too much. I'm probably finna just get them whatever I can think of, which is probably a gift card. Some people are like that's not personal. Gift cards are so impersonal. It's like cash. And your point is there something wrong with cash? Cash rules everything around. You understand what I'm saying? Cash is what we all need to move forward with our life. You got to have cash. You can sit there and say, it's your health. Yeah, all that, but you got to eat. You got to have somewhere to lay your head. You got to pay your bills. So at what point am I sitting there being real? It's like, look, a gift card is like cash. So that way, that way the person get what they want. If I get you a Visa gift card, you do what you want with it. You can buy some gas with it. You can buy some food with it. You can go buy yourself a gift that you like yourself with it. If I give you a Macy's card, that's a whole store of stuff you can get. If I get you a Home Depot card, a whole store you want to re-improve your, your home. I get you a gift card that's not, it doesn't segment you to whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? It kind of gives you diverse options of what's available. So that's why I say it'll probably be a gift card. Um... I don't know. I mean, I don't understand what's wrong with that. Gift card. If you could justifiably tell me a gift card is a bad gift and your only reason for saying that is it's not personal or that's so impersonal. It's like giving cash. Is, is cash so bad? Honestly, if you gave, ask me for my opinion, like, hey, I'm going to get you some. Do you want me to get you some or just give you cash? Uh, cash will be fine. We got a friendship. We got a friendship. All that trying to be sentimental. You ain't got to do that. We friends. You ain't got to build stock with me. We already people. Run me $50 or whatever you... $25. Run that. Yes, I will take that. And it's cash. Great. I'm going to use it. I'm going to go put some gas in the car or truck or buy me some food with it. I'm just saying, I don't understand the big, the big hoopla about gift cards. I think it's great. Whoever invented them, that was that was genius right there. Because they said, all right, let's give something of a cash value, but either make it like a credit or debit card, or make it a cash value representative to a specific store. That is genius because it does give a little personal touch without the less in personal touch of cash. Like, hands my cash is kind of like, here's some cash for you. I couldn't think of nothing to get you. But see, at least the gift card, see, the name implies it's a gift and it's on a card. 
So they combined the pope both to make sure it sounded like, you know what? It's not like towels, but it's still a gift and it represents cash, just not in the traditional sense. Wonderfully brilliant. Wonderfully brilliant. Love it. I will keep using them things. If you got a problem with it, just tell me don't get you no gift in because you're going to probably get a gift card. The hell would you maybe spend my whole day shopping for? No, I ain't doing it. Um, I have a problem with people in their cars, namely people with like um, cars that are classified as high performance or somewhat of a sports car. These people start to get on my nerve now. And I mean that, sorry, my varsity had a shift and I got to represent it right. I mean that in the sense of, it seemed like more and more people now fixing their cars up or they got these supercharged engines and they want to let you know. Some fool who live in the subdivision across from me, I'm, I'm assuming they live because I hit it so frequently. This fool finds, I, I, would, I would guess it's a man. Women women like cars, but not as much as men do normally. A lot of women are really into cars, but it's, there's an extent of what you ain't seeing too many females get, you know, flow master kits and exhaust kits and all this crap put on. They'll do something like get the car painted maybe, that kind of stuff. But as far as performance and stuff like that, if it didn't come with it, most women ain't doing that. Very few women are going to be doing that. So I'm assuming this is a dude. Um, but he finds it, or it finds it a uh, a necessary evil to every time they turn out the subdivision across the street from me, which the back of my house faces these woods that faces the main thoroughfare and across the street from that is another subdivision. So literally if I look out my bedroom window, I can see the entrance to the other subdivision. So it's like literally not even, I would say from my house to the entrance of the other subdivision is probably close to, maybe 50 to 60 yards, something like that. Not far at all. This person finds a need every time they come in or out, mostly when they come out, to rev, gun the engine, and that crap is loud. Like, you sound like you at a drag strip watching people drag race cars. Like, it's super loud. And, like, it ain't sporadic. Like, you, you might not hear for a couple of days. No, hell no. This fool does that crap every time they leave the house. I don't know if they do when they come in. I, but this shit is, oh, okay, yeah, you got a muffler. You got his all systems. Okay, god dang, we get the picture. Do you have to do this crap? you probably grown, first off. Do you have to hit, it, hit, it, hit this crap every time? We got the picture. You got a muffler on the car. Whoopee. Wow, your car makes a whole lot of damn noise to take off. So happy for you. Can we move on with our life? But now you got people, and this has been going on for a while. I got an 08 Camaro, 45th anniversary edition. Love my car. It's my baby. I, that car, like, if you look at how clean I keep that car, people don't believe it's that many years old. But, you know, it's just one of the things I do. So my car, when I clean it up, it looks nice. And, you know, the rims are blacked out. You know, I got 10 on it. So you could tell I did a little aftermarket stuff. My tail, all my stuff on my back is blacked out. Tail lights, emblem. The model, all that stuff is blacked out. So nothing on the back has colors. It's all black across the back, except for my reverse lights. So I'll be on like a street, four-lane street or expressway, 
and people see my car and automatically think because they got a high performance car oh, okay we're gonna race we're gonna test each other engines out so somebody will be flying i i usually ride in the right lane because these people are crazy i don't i drive fast but not like these people so i get over in the right lane and let them act the damn fool so i'll be just driving along and i i keep my my rearview mirror so i can see when cars come up on me and i'll see somebody like coming up in like another camaro or they come up in a vet or they coming up in um a charger or a challenge or something like that one of them high performance cars and i can already tell like eh, they probably on that bull so it always happens you know kind of when you feel it somebody roll up beside you they get right they, they first they speeding then they get up right beside you and go, go go neck and neck with you, almost as to say, all right, buddy, we're going to race. So my what I do is I just kind of don't pay attention to them. Because, see, if I look over and engage, they're like, let's go. You know, some stupid jump like that. I ain't going to race, bro. First of all, that's number one. I ain't, I don't even entertain that. Now, my car may look like I'm one of them dudes that be like, oh, let's get out here and race. Let's act the fool and kill ourselves. Hell no. I love my life too much. But apparently my car attracts people that want to look like they want to race. So you get up beside me and then I up beside me. And I guess when I don't pay attention, you gun it. And I'm like, I guess that was, that nigga is happy. Like he, he won the one, he won the race by himself. Cause you have to be having another participant to win. And I didn't take off. You took off yourself. So who'd you be? Imagination. And I'm just trying to figure out, are you happy? Are you happy? Like, even people without like like sports kind of cars, if your car looked like it's high performance, people probably tested you. And I'm sitting there like, did this nigga really just think we was racing? I'm like, and my thing is, if I don't take off, how stupid do you look? Because if it ain't two of us racing, you just pretty much gunning your car for the hell of it and burn up more gas. I'm like, but some people on the highway, same thing. I get, I've actually people had people like duck and dodge out of traffic to catch up beside me. And want to sit there and then want to gun it like, and I'm sitting there like, was we racing? I'm sorry, I missed some. Was was I racing? I didn't acknowledge this fool. This fool just took off and halfway killed four people, but he he got beside me, so I guess we we supposed to be racing. I don't look. I don't race. That's why I'm glad I didn't get my car in my 20s. I got my car in my 30s. So if I would have been in my 20s, I probably would have done that dumb junk back then. But after seeing how people are just horrible drivers they can't drive and they wreck cars for doing the most idiotic things and have we kill themselves i have no desire to race you people so if you see me on the street it's not no racing going on you can race yourself if that make you sleep better at night and look at yourself in the morning like you the stuff do your thing do your thing ain't gonna be me i'm not doing that Um, you know, I, I, I've noticed something lately. I go out some, but it has to be like, when I say go out, I mean like lounges and place like that, but it has to be an occasion. I don't, I've never been to go to a lounge or club person. Anybody can tell you, I've never been that person. I'm, that's the last thing I usually want to do. Um, because I don't really drink and I can't dance so other than talk like trying to talk to women all night and get shot down because they think they're too cute what the, i mean what the hell's the point so i don't go unless it's a special case like i have friends that have like birthdays 
or um you know they celebrating stuff you know i'll go to stuff like that because that's my people stuff if it's a celebration i'm gonna go to that but i noticed that the hookah thing is is just everywhere now like the hookah thing is just a thing now like any establishment of significant proportion got to have a hookah like they just saw it pay me the hookah like everything got hookahs now and i was sitting there the other day I was watching some on YouTube and it was this, it was a, it was like funny, funny church moments or something like that. And I don't know why this dawned on me. I said, what if the churches start having hookah? Hold on now. Listen to me. Listen to me now. Listen to me now. Just listen to what I'm saying. What if the churches start then you get hookah. I, it, it look to my understanding is flavored vapor. Oh, that's what that's how I was explained. I've never done it. I'm not. That's not my thing. Nothing against nobody who does it, but that ain't my thing. But it's flavored vapor that come out. You know, it, whatever. I don't. I don't know what you get from it. What it how it makes you feel. But I'm saying. What if church and see when you go to places now, you have to you know you order the hookah, so it'd be like thirty five. I don't know how I don't know what it costs. I just seen it on menus like how much you get or whatever. I'm just saying, what if you went to a church and you know how they had a program where you got the 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 lineup of the program and over here you got the little the little blocks of the announcements. So you got the lineup over here. So you got the devotion the the uh, call to worship, the prayer, all everybody who go to black church on top, it's the same lineup. And over here, you got the you know you got a little section, it's like the little it's like the little classified section of new paper where you got announcements, you got special upcoming events. Sister such and such is selling fish dinners today for Women's Day. Uh, next week, sister such and such will have uh, sweet potato pies for sale. Put your orders in today for for Women's Day. And pray for this ministry because they finna go on this trip or the children need um, financial support for their vacation. Bible. And then you got right over here, you got like a little menu of add-ons for the service to enjoy your service better. You could get complimentary bread and wine. You ain't got to wait to the first. If you get a little hungry in church, everybody that been there, you be at church from 11 to 7. Some churches, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. You gonna get hungry. You be like, look, I wish it was the first of the month, man. We had that that uh that that bread and wine, bro. We can get a crumb. That grape juice and crackers be hitting right now about 2 30. You be hungry. What if they got a section for the hookah? Like, you want a hookah with your, your worship? Look, I'm not going to hell. I'm just saying. At some point, you got all these pastors, like, got mistresses and all this stuff. Do not be surprised if you go up to church and it be a hookah menu. And you can get your, I want grape juice vapor. I want the, the Welch's grape vapor. So it made me think I'm having wine. I know I ain't got no damn sense, but I'm saying, hookahs everywhere. I seen a dude the other day hitting hookah at the gas station. And so I'm like, is this nigga all smoking hookah in the gas station? Just enough. I was like, is he smoking hookah at the gas station? Who has hookah in the gas 
Just think about it, people. You might see hookah at a, at a church. Don't ever say what is not possible. In this world we live in. Don't, look, you you think stuff ain't possible. In this world, as crazy as it is, do not ever say that won't happen. Look, a lot of stuff that happened when anything was going to happen. I'm just saying. Um, speaking of church, I had an interesting conversation with somebody. And it, it stemmed from, I was telling them about the show P-Valley. So anybody knows P-Valley, it's a, it's a somewhat popular show right now. It's, I think the first season just ended yesterday after the new season of, of, of Power Ghost Book 2. Look, the name is too long for the, for the ghost show. Can we just say Power Season, Power Book 2 or... They got power ghost to us. I don't, it's too much to remember. I don't even know what it's called, but I'm going to call it power. It's, I ain't doing all that book two or whatever. Uh -uh, it's power. But nevertheless, I'll explain it to them. I said, yeah, supposedly I watched the first episode of power. And then suppose after that, the season finale of P-Valley came on. And P-Valley stands for Valley. You insert something. I got to take so I was telling them about the show. I said, it's actually, it's interesting. It's ratchetly interesting. And I was like, I said, if I had to, I said, to kind of put you in the mind of what it is, I said, just imagine the movies Hustlers with Holly Berry, not Holly Berry, Jennifer Lopez, Cross with Players Club with Lisa Ray. I said, just imagine merging them two into one movie. That is what uh, P-Valley is like. And she was like, oh, I've never seen um, Hustlers. I said, you never seen Hustlers? I said, okay. So I said, then I thought, I said, okay. You, I said, you know the WAP song? She said, yeah. I said, okay, just imagine the WAP song put to a motion picture or to a series. That is what P-Valley is. And she was like, oh, okay. I said, yeah. So just think about as ratchet as the song is. Which is very popular. Shout out to Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Y'all killing with that. I Look, I can't even front that song. Y'all making money off that. But I was like, that's kind of the feel of the the temperament of what the, the show was like if the WAP song was a show. So we kept progressing in the conversation. And we were talking about, you know, what people look for when they dating like you know, do you date older? Do you date younger? What's your preference of this? Do you preference that? And she was like, yeah, this last guy I dated, he was really crazy. And I and I was like, and she had already told me the story before about the dude. So I was like, well, jokingly, I said, well, I said, oh, so you must have put that WAP on him. <laughs> and this is what a conversation went off the track. She said, look, I can't help that. You know, God, God made the WAP. She, he, she said, God made this WAP. I was like, hold on. Did you just give God the glory and credit for the WAP? I about lost it laughing, y'all. That mess was so funny. I said, look, it's a lot of stuff we could attribute to God's glory and blessing us with. I don't think he wants you giving him credit for the WAP. Even though technically... We're made in his likeness, but yeah, we don't need to give him the shout out on the WAP. 
That's when we have gone too far with giving the credit. Like, just let that be you was gifted, okay? We're going to leave it at that. You gifted. Don't don't give nobody no credit. Maybe your mom and dad. But don't don't go past that. Don't give the big man upstairs the credit because that ain't what we want to be doing. We want to give the credit for the blessings and the favor and the you got me out of this. Don't, ladies, do not do that. Public service announcement. Please do not talk about God gave you the WAP. No, don't do that. He don't want that kind of recognition. No, you messing up the record. Please don't do that. He don't want that kind of on his record. He don't want to be known for WAP giving out. Stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Do not give, ladies, I'm dead serious. Do not give crowd credit for the WAP. Please, if I hear somebody say that again, I don't know what I'm gonna do. That mess was so funny, but then I was like, oh my God. What if other people think like this? We are in trouble. She said, heck, I can't help it. God gave me the WAP. And was dead for real. I was like, okay. Ladies, don't do that. Please stop doing that. I'm gonna let that go, but don't do that. Um, I was talking to another friend just today, a little while ago, matter of fact. And <laughs> it's funny because it made me flashback or makes me think about how mothers are, especially black mothers. So her oldest son was coming in from work and black mothers tend to have questions when you come in the house. You ain't even, you couldn't even, you might not even go over a few hours. But they, they question you like a warden when you come back in the house sometimes. Very slick. They they very low-key slick with it. But it's almost like you was on work release and you just reported back to the sale house. They got questions for your ass. So I'm on the phone listening to her talk to her oldest son. And she's like, where's mine at? What's that in there? Oh, you didn't bring you one? What is this? What is that? You got one of these? And I was sitting there like, God dang. You gonna damn interrogate the boy? Just came back in the house from working. You almost interrogate him. I'm saying, you sound a damn real TSA. Black mamas, people. Public service announcement. Public service announcement. Black mothers don't play that shit. You come up in their house, they are entitled to question you about all kind of shit. Where you been? Who you been with? What is this you bring to my house? What is that? That's why black children can't build bombs and blow shit up. Black mamas be done broke your ass down the door, damn near had you spread eagle frisky yet. Let me see what is it. Nigga, what is this C4? What you doing with some C4? What you gonna do with this? Shh. White parent project let the kids come in, go in the room, close the door, not speak to them. I wish the hell you would come to black mama's house and ain't spoke and ain't checked in and got your shit validated. She was on it. And, and see, my mom wasn't like that. She was like that to an extent, but I know some black mamas. Hell, it's like when Kane was getting questioned on Mr. Society. So you bought the bottle of beer at eleven forty-five. Yeah, so I bought the. And don't start studying. I'm saying right now, you know you fucked up. You know you fucked up, right? No, no, I'm saying, but you know you fucked up. Black mamas do not play that. Listen, if you are of, of another ethnicity, black mamas will question the shit out your ass. Come in the house if you want. My sister, who is not my mother, who has two children of her own, used to question me like she was my damn mama. Where you been? Where you gonna go? Who you going with? What time you coming back? Who you, uh, where you going? 
Don't you have two children of your own? Damn. You're questioning me like I'm on trial. Black mamas of any level don't play that. You ain't got to be that damn child. Just be associated to them. Black mamas are the best cross-examinators ever. They have all these detectives and shit on First 48. Damn that. Y'all want to get Lil Pookie and Lil Lemonhead for shooting Lil Ray Ray? Bring a black mama in there. Bring a black mama in the damn questioning room. Ain't going to be all that. You have the 12 hours. Shit. Black mama be having a broke down in about 20 minutes. He be in there crying, confessing the shit he ain't even came in there for. Black mamas will question the hell out you. And then hit you with the ultimate comeback. Don't give no resistance. Look, I pay every bill in this motherfucker. You don't like it, you can get the fuck out find somewhere else to live. I, I'm 12. You tell us a 12-year-old? You go kick a 12-year-old into the streets. Okay. Black Look, black mamas of all statutes have thought or said this about their children. They might not have said it to them, but they damn sure probably thought it once or twice when you did some stupid stuff. Black mamas don't play. You understand me? You are not finna just come in their house all gallivanting uh, like you own some up in there. You pay rent. You can pay rent in your mama house you still question your ass. Black mamas do not play that. You ain't got no... You have no privacy. There is no... No. Your black mama will go in your room and go through your shit. What is all this shit up here? Is this pornography? What is it? Your mama be all in your shit like, why are you in here? It's my house. I own everything I've been in here. Black mamas don't play people. That's why black children don't do certain things or they're not into certain things when they get older. We can't make bombs and nobody wasn't aware. If somebody made a bomb in their black mama house, they black mama must either been locked up or not living. Because ain't no way the hell a black mama who is living in the house is going to have any time for you to have bomb making going on in your, anywhere in that house. Bedroom, basement, garage. A black mama will come find out what the hell your ass is doing. When I was little, my mom used to come, I used to be in my room, in my bedroom with the door closed, playing. You could hear me playing in there. I'd be playing with G.I. Joe's, Transformers, uh, all kind of shit that make noise and sound. My mama would still come in there and check on me. What you doing? You okay? I was checking on you. And as a kid, you don't think it's it's not normal. But then you think as you get older, why the hell my mama hear me in here doing shit? And come check it on me. That's what black mamas do. They is checking to make sure you ain't in no shit that's going to come back on them. I'm just saying. Um, black mamas going to play that. And that joke is funny. Now, to watch, watch people raise their kids or listen to people raise their kids, I was on the phone with this friend dying laughing. And I had her laughing. Shut up, I'm not that bad. The hell you ain't. That boy just came in from work. You done asked him 30 questions. He ain't even got past the living room to get to his bedroom yet. He got 30 questions in him. Damn. 30 questions. The man just came from work and he got 30 questions before he could get across the living room. That's some black mama stuff. Black mamas will get all their stuff out in front before you get settled in to make sure they ain't forgot nothing. The hell?
people, are they giving booty shot um special rates or something? Just a quick drop in. I, I, I have seen an enormous amount of women with the fake the fake bad booty surgery lately. Like, I've seen a lot of them in Atlanta, but I didn't see like a lot of them lately. Like, they were just giving out, you know, like the BOGO. You buy one and you bring your friend, she get hers free. Are they doing BOGO on butt shots? Because, whoo, Lord have mercy. Listen, I'm going to keep saying this. Y'all need to stop this mess. This booty shot um, catastrophe that's going on. If you ain't got appropriate money for body enhancements, just live with what you got. Stop with these. I got a friend that doesn't know. <laughs> Unless your friend's a plastic surgeon. Please stop. This stuff is out of control. I mean, it's, I don't, it's like, I can't even explain how, how crazy this stuff is, lady, with these, these bad butt jobs. Like, dudes shooting flicks and flats in girls' ass. I'm like, what? I'm like, and I'm looking like, you left like that? You left from somebody doing your butt like that, and you paid them. So that's what you wanted to look like. You wanted your booty like a sack of laundry. But like a bag of change. I'm like, you know how a bag of change, like, if they smooth it, just like little twisted dents and curves on it. What? Look, again, I don't care if you built like a ninth grade boy and you a woman. Stop enhancing your body or trying to enhance your body you ain't going to legitimate places stop trying to get the hookup on butt shots and collagen shots in the lips and what a uh, breast and breast augmentation look stop just work with what you got go to the gym you'd be surprised if you hit this if you hit some serious squat routine sometimes you can get a little booty I have seen girls and women who have had no real shape in the lower area get a little shape and a little tone down. They're like, oh, how'd you do that? Man, I'd just be hitting the squat machine or I'd be pre leg pressing. It is a way to do it. It's going to take a little time. See, that's the problem. Y'all want this stuff instantaneously overnight. No. Everything that you get fast ain't good. You need to go to the gym. Get you go go first. Go to Google. Google. How do I get a more curvature definition in the flat booty? Google will tell you anything, and they got a million Facebook. I mean, million YouTube videos that'll show you the routines to do it. They got routines segmented especially for your butt and your quads and your calves, all that. You just get you just put you down a list like okay, day one. Do this many squats. Day two, lunges and uh, bicycles. Day three, you know, this. You could bid a whole week of your workout and just rotate the days going forward and you will start seeing some changes in your body. Please stop paying for booty shots. That is not legit because clearly some of y'all is getting robbed. You look better with a flat booty than that mess you got now.
Like a bag of knots in your ass. But, nevertheless, people, it's been another episode of Front of Mind the Boat. Talking this foolishness. Uh, hope everybody's enjoying the holiday. Be safe. It's almost over, but everybody will go to work tomorrow, I'm guessing. Uh, but it's been a nice four-day weekend. I can't even front. But, once again, Front of Mind the Boat. And we will holler back at you later.